From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the New Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. Rob Hutchinson, he's the MD of Dear South Africa, watching all of these things that go on in Parliament, and particularly watching is the word, Rob, and listening, I suppose, as well, because today we're talking about the SABC Act. How are you doing? Very well in yourself, Benji. I'm I'm doing uh, fantastic, Rob. Thank you. And uh, what is the SABC Act? Okay, so the SABC Act is a, a new act that's been introduced, and it's um, to replace the Broadcasting Act, which was uh, the governing piece of legislation over the SABC and all its broadcasting activities, not just in TV but also also radio. So the the shortfalls in the Broadcasting Act of, of previous were um, mostly around governance of, of the SABC as such, and the new bill seems to address those those issues by uh, placing more accountability and um, hopefully introducing more oversight functions from from government or government. They've also reduced the the board. So there used to be 12 uh, members of the board. It's now nine, nine non-executives plus the CEO and the CFO, whereas before it was 12 non-executive members plus the CEO and the CFO and the COO. They've also introduced um, a whole lot of uh, re seems to be they're focusing on on the business model of the of the SABC and maintaining it and making sure that it actually stays alive as a as a national or state broadcaster, which you know, raises some contentious issues. Are they going to once again introduce bailouts to the tune of twenty billion as we saw last time to keep it going? Uh, we don't we don't know at this stage, but it does seem to be an effort to keep um, the SABC Plus services, radio and, and TV alive as, as such. Yeah, absolutely. As you say, Rob, SABC has had some challenges on the governance issue, some people going after the model, introducing all sorts of quotas, which don't seem to have done very much. SABC is having problems with its revenue model because it's run through TV licenses, which people are not that keen on paying. There was some discussion at some point where they wanted to force you to get a TV license if you had a computer or a smartphone because you could watch TV on that. So the SABC is running up against all sorts of challenges. Do you do you get the sense that some of this is being thought about in the Act? Definitely. So they have addressed the licensing issue, and they've made it clear that everybody who can receive a TV signal through any any device – uh, especially if it's from the SABC, must be must be a possession of of a license. And similarly for uh, retailers um, selling uh, devices, exactly the same thing. They cannot sell a device unless a valid license is produced, or if they sell the purchaser a license. And it includes fines now for uh, retailers selling without licenses from three thousand rand all the way up to ten thousand rand per. Per device that that is sold, so 
they seem to be focusing on uh, the licensing as the revenue generation model once again because there's very little mention of, of any other source of income other than funding from from government as it is a, a now a state-owned entity and corporation. So it will be a subject to uh, pretty much what it was before in terms of funding model but with a more focus on enforcement of, of the licenses and, and collections there. Whether that will make a difference is, is yet to be seen. As as we know, the, it's wonderful having this kind of legislation, but is it enforceable at, at the end of the day? We had communities mobilizing to defend property and lives during these uh, looting sprees, and how all of a sudden the discussion that we were having three weeks ago or four weeks ago, whenever it was, around comments on firearm licensing has gone from we need guns to protect ourselves from the state to being we need guns to protect the state from ourselves. <laughs> Precisely. It has, has been a rather interesting turn of events, especially on 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 that uh, amendment bill. And I think perhaps it was rather ill-timed by, by government to put out uh, such a call to disarm citizens or uh, maybe not disarm citizens, but what the bill proposed was that uh, firearms may not be used for uh, self-defense. And you may not apply for a license on the on the grounds of of, of self defence. I think that's totally gone out the window right now. There's there's no point for government to even continue with this type of amendment on the firearms um, uh, act. But they are still so they've kept it open and actually extended it from the the common period until fourth of August and allowing people to have their say on whether South Africans should be allowed to own a firearm for self-defense purposes. And I think the answer on that is pretty clear, uh, considering that the police were most certainly unable to uh, fulfill their constitutional mandate to protect South Africans, as as was clearly demonstrated there. Well, I mean, I think that that, that is crucial. So if if you were watching what was going on this week, uh, last week rather, and, and you think that maybe, maybe, maybe firearms attached to civilians for the purposes of defense was a good idea, then definitely go and comment because actually as it stands, the bill could be passed with, with the removal of, of defense as a clause, uh, which, which seems outlandish, but, but that's currently on the table and I think speaks to why it is that we do this particular segment every single week to, so that you do know what is going on in Parliament and how really these things affect you so directly uh, and, and how you can be part of the change. So, Rob, uh, people can go and check it out on uh, Dear South Africa website, and I'm sure you have that campaign running. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's doing doing quite well. We've had uh, almost 140,000 individual submissions, which we've delivered individually to, to government. And I'm um, I do believe that this is quite a, a serious issue, as is, has been demonstrated. But the public must have their say regardless. We have uh, 3.1 million uh, registered legal firearm owners in South Africa, and uh, they all stand a chance of losing their their firearms or their licenses because because of this. So, even if you don't own a firearm, I think this is of major importance to to South Africans as such, and they should participate and have their say. There we go, Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. Go have a look at that. Brings us to the end of the show for today.